When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12, your podcast home for Texas A&M athletics. Studio 12 is driven by your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is built to lend a hand. Your Texas Ford dealer can assist with home delivery and other vehicle service options. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Aggie Baseball Podcast is back. The latest edition is with outfielder Zach Deloach. And we wish Aggie Baseball in general had never gone away, but due to the circumstances we are in, as everybody knows, season was cut short just prior to SEC play. But joining us as he prepares for the MLB draft in 2020, that draft is on June 10th and 11th. Zach Deloach, Aggie outfielder, outfielder, excuse me. He was hitting 421 with six homers at the time the season was called off. And, Zach, as I bring you in and I read those stats, 
I don't know. Is that a little extra salt on the wound when you hear your numbers at the time, the season? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of a bummer we didn't get to finish the season out. But, you know, I think uh, for what it's worth and, you know, hopefully, you know, just, you know, hoping to kind of get the ball rolling again sometime, you know, hopefully in the future that it'll be, it'll be good. So, uh, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely something that, you know, that has given me a lot of confidence going into, uh, you know, hopefully the next year of, uh, of my future. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that future in a moment. Like I said, MLB draft, June 10th and 11th. That's where your prep is at right now. And I talked to you a little bit before we got going here. Now, you are back home uh, in Louisville, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. Okay. And getting plenty of work in. I know it's kind of been tougher on some guys in the past few months. Now we are in Texas. We know mm-hmm. things are opening up a little bit. But have you been right. pleased with the amount of work you've been able to get in despite what we've been going through these past couple months? You know what I have? Um, you know, I know there's a lot of guys in similar positions as far as not having uh, access to a weight room or a field of that, of that sort. So, um, definitely yes. Uh, you know the the past two months have been tough, and as far as doing you know in garage workouts, doing resistance bands, uh, just getting you know smaller dumbbells, you know when we can, and um, just kind of keeping the body in shape in that aspect, just doing more body weight things. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely been tough. Um, you know I had to had to drive out a little ways away, kind of from the city to uh, to get some work in the cages with my dad, and so. Yeah, it's it's been tough. I think it's been tough on everyone, though, and I think that's the thing we have to remember is just you know having to um, you know realize that this is going to come back you know hopefully sooner rather than later, and uh, that we'll be back in full force again. Yeah, and I'm with you on the uh, sooner rather than later part. Yep. As a guy who is an athlete, I mean, do you think we just need sports in this country as soon as possible, really for our psyche as a country? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. I think uh, you know that those first couple weeks that everything kind of got shut down. I think we were all kind of looking to fill a uh, fill an entertainment uh, void, and I just think that you know sports really gives us that that push and drive to kind of cheer and you know root for something, even if it's you know NASCAR or something, you know something just kind of outside the box. But you know it, it definitely you know I think a lot of college uh, sports fans or even you know professional. Uh, sports fans would say that you know that that is something that they look forward to year-round on a daily basis, and it's something that you know I especially look forward to you know just you know providing that entertainment and just you know playing in front of people. I mean that that's the most exciting part about uh, all of it. And so I think yes, I, I would say that there is a big void that uh, needs to be filled for sports. And for you and the 2020 Aggies, uh, 15 and three was your record at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the season was called you were prepared to board a bus to head to Auburn to start (laughs) SEC play missing out on the best conference road trips to these great venues obviously Bluebell Park gets a little more electric for the SEC series and I, I, I hate to keep harking back on this but knowing you were about to start SEC play is that a little yeah. more, you know, is it so-called salt on the wound uh, that it didn't get to happen? Yeah, it was, it was a big blow to us. I think, uh, you know, just kind of taking you, you know, back, the background of that all. I mean, we were literally 30 minutes away from getting on the bus, about to get on the airplane to go to Auburn, Alabama. And for our first, uh, like you said, your first, the first uh, weekend of SECs, and it was just, 
it was just so detrimental. It was such a big blow to just because our. I mean, it was just crazy the the uncertain times, and our coaches had no idea when we would be back, and obviously we're not coming back um, at that point. And so we're. I mean, it's all just you know, it was all fluid at that point. We had no idea what was going to happen, and there was no set date. Um, you know, I know there have been there were talks about coming back kind of in June or May into May June time frame, and you know that ended up not happening. They just NCAA canceled all spring sports. So yeah, it was, and that was that all happened within 24 to 36 hours. So and it was just, I think once we all saw kind of the NCAA basketball tournament get canceled for March Madness, I mean it was it was all hands on deck for that trying to figure out okay can we kill can we still keep this alive. And so that that was, I think that when the NCAA basketball March Madness tournament got canceled, I think that was the biggest blow because, I mean, that's where the NCAA generates probably most of their revenue for the year. Um, and, you know, it, it just, it's such a huge, at least for me, you know, it potentially being my last year, I, I just wanted to make the most of it my junior year, make the most impact on the team. And, you know, with such a short time frame, I mean, I I can I feel confident saying that you know we did as a team, but at the same time, you know, I think we could have done so much more given the opportunity. Yeah, and that's where I wanted to go next, Zach. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like I said, you were hitting four twenty one. You had six homers. You guys were mm-hmm. fifteen and three. You kind of had that dominator on the mound in Asa Lacy that could really get mm-hmm. you started in an SEC series. Did did you almost just want to take this team out for a spin in the SEC and see what you could have done against the best I mean, league? Sure, in the <laughs> sure. I mean, we were we were heading that way, um, but yeah, no, it, it, yeah, you, like you said, like Asa was a dominating factor. I mean, even even our you know other two starters, Christian Rowe, Chandler Josbiak, or uh, Chris Weber, whoever we would throw out there. I mean, we we had a solid bullpen, you know, with a lot of depth too that. Uh, would give us a chance to win ball games, and I think that was the most important thing uh, for any you know competing in any SEC game. But yeah, every every weekend in the SEC, those past two years that I've played in has been a dogfight. There's never been a time where um, you know that that it wasn't a dogfight. So yeah, it, it it definitely is important. It would be important to have you know that that you know solid Friday night guy and Ace Lacy on the mound and. Um, but yeah, it, it would have been interesting to see how our hitting would have faced against SEC because I mean it was it was on a roll for sure, uh, kind of the beginning of the season, like you said. Here's the other thing: right now, in all likelihood, you would be in Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC tournament, and then on yep. Monday would have been Selection Day for the NCAA field, and you guys have been looking for your 14th consecutive trip uh, to the NCAA tournament as a program. Your experience with the SEC tournament, like I say, it's the best league in the country. And then you get that collection of teams all in one spot, and the atmosphere is terrific. Uh, how would you describe your moments and environment uh, in that SEC tournament, which we would have been at? at right I mean, now? yeah, I mean, yeah, the SEC tournament is such a big, such a big venue in the first place. I mean, Hoover, Alabama is truly a perfect spot for it. And yeah, like you said, I mean, you, you show up to the field and there are tons of RVs out front uh, of the, and just in the huge parking lot they got there. And man, it is rocking, you know, from day one. Um, Even if, even if the fans, you know, technically aren't fans of the games that they're watching, I mean, people pay, uh, you know, for the whole week to, you know, watch all the games. And it's just awesome to see how many supporting 
uh, fans from just every team in the conference to come down and you know watch some baseball. So yeah, it, it definitely is. Uh, it's a special sight to see if uh, someone hasn't gone there. But I truly do think the SEC is the best you know baseball conference in the country. I mean, every year we send at least a couple teams to at least in my time at, at least a couple teams to the College World Series, uh, if not more. And so there, it's it's been a special special time kind of seeing all the guys that have gone through um just the program and you know other programs as well just facing the guys that you know have gotten drafted high in past years and um but yes it it definitely is a it's definitely awesome to see you know the kind of the guys on my team too just kind of excel in those uh for instance like jonathan dukoff last year walking it off against uh, florida i mean that, that was such a special moment for him all that he's gone through and you know, he definitely deserved it. And I think you just don't get moments like that uh, on a normal basis. And, you know, especially at the hype of the tournament, you know, it definitely was uh, really cool to see. Got Zach Deloach over the phone with us here on the Aggie Baseball Podcast. He's pre- uh, preparing for the June 10th and 11th MLB draft. Uh, real quick uh, to go back for, with one more question here, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you were off to a hot start in 2020. You were coming off a great summer in the Cape Cod League. And I think you said to me on opening day that one of the keys to your success is that you became more process-oriented over the mm-hmm. gaining of results. Is yeah. is that something you still kind of focus on even after the calling off of this 2020 season? Because you're really in a process right now. Right, right, yeah. And so I think uh, I think any good hitter would tell you or any good pitcher would tell you um, you know, you can't be result oriented because ultimately, you know, the process of what you're doing uh, will produce the results that you want to if you're doing it right. And so that that's kind of my mindset that I've, you know, kind of brought over from this summer was, you know, I was so result oriented my sophomore spring that I just wasn't able to find that success because I was just I was searching for that for that for that void that, you know, was just it, it would never come unless the process was right. And so I think just, you know, from, you know, working from nutrition to working out to working on the swing to throwing, I mean, I had to, I had to feel confident in, in my abilities to, you know, go out there and compete without having to think on the baseball field. And I think uh, just kind of let, letting my instincts take over and, you know, just, you know, when I walk up to the plate, the only thing I'm thinking about is, you know, swinging at a good pitch and I think the rest will take care of itself because we work so hard during the off season and during and even in season, I mean, we, we work so hard in the cages or in the weight room to the point of, you know, we feel, we should feel confident. We're given every resource to feel confident when we go into the game and there should never be a time where we should panic because we've already practiced everything um, that we need to, in order to you know be successful and not chase those results and just kind of let them come to us. And then, as a part of that process, you've got about three weeks uh, till the draft. Uh, what is it? What does it look like for you uh, those three weeks before we start seeing some call? Um, you know, so some gyms are starting to open up, so that's been good. Uh, this past week, I've just been kind of. You know, I've been going up three or four times a week just to get some swings in and get my workouts in, and so it's it's been a it's been a positive uh, move here up in the Dallas area. But you know, we're we're in phase two, I believe now. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been uh, it's slowly moving up. We're slowly slowly starting to get back to full speed here, and um, you know, hopefully, just trying to stay getting back in my routine that I was used to uh, before I left school, and so. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely definitely getting rid of those uh, those in garage workouts and uh, <laughs> starting to move towards a, a fully functioning place to go to. So, 
I tell you what, it, you know it's different times. You're talking about in-garage workouts. I've done a few interviews for this podcast, one of them with Asa in my garage yeah. at home just to get away oh, nice. from, from the noise of the house. There you go. Uh, the garages come in handy these days, I think. Hey, they do. Yeah, hey, I will say I've got some good workouts in there. I will say that. Yeah, you got to get creative. That's right. Um what does it do for you uh, as far as the change to the draft, going to five rounds this year because of the times we're in? Does that do anything for you mindset-wise, the shortening of it? I mean, I I think, you know, that that's something that the MLB has chosen to do, and it, it really hasn't affected kind of the, my outlook on, you know, what I've wanted to do and, you know, trying to obviously, uh, you know, enter the draft and everything. But, you know, I think just – from what I did from my summer to my junior year, you know, all the way through that time period, um, you know, I think, you know, I, I definitely helped myself out a lot just, you know, trying to stay ready, trying trying to make sure that I'm on top of everything um, and just, you know, talking to people, making sure that the, you know, the connections are good. Um, just, and there's a lot of people that, you know, obviously are, you know, in a boat of, you know, are, are they going to be in the top five rounds? I, th- I know that's always crossed everyone's mind. Um, you know, I think every indication has me, you know, tr- trying to at least get in the top five. And I think that's a positive outlook just from, you know, what I've been able to do and just the turnaround that I've had. Um, and so I think, yeah, for me, it, it's, it's not, I'm more worried about, you know, the guys that are, you know, the te- that are teetering kind of around the fifth and sixth round guys. And, you know, I just feel really bad. I know there's a lot of really, really good college baseball players that aren't going to be selected. Um, in this year's draft, and you know, I, you know, I would be in a similar boat if I didn't have the success that I had, and so I, I definitely feel for those guys, and you know, my, you know, my condolences go out to those guys, and just, you know, just keep grinding. I mean, that that that's that's the main thing is, you know, you just got to keep working. You can't you can't stop and just you know rely on the corona to kind of take away everything. But you know, just I think I think the biggest takeaway I've had from you know, at least the past two seasons have been, you know, things can change on a dime and, you know, your, your failures can really turn into your success um, in a, in a failure sport. And so I think that's, that's the ultimate key is just, you know, keep working, don't, you know, stay positive and, you know, keep your confidence levels up because, I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I feel you. Cause I mean, you know, if you, do a normal draft round six through ten you can still find good mm-hmm. ball players right that's there. right that's I mean, right it's it's a tough time uh, like you said for a lot of co- not just baseball players but college athletes who had spring sports uh, across the country it's it's right it's difficult on them and uh mm-hmm. including some of your teammates here at a&m uh, with the season cut short but also one more question on the draft here uh mm-hmm. a few of the things i've seen regarding asia is that uh the latest projection I saw had him going as a third overall pick to the Marlins. I'm literally going to ask you, is third too low for Asa Lacey in this draft? I mean, if you're asking me, I would say yes. I mean, I might just be biased, but, you know, yeah, he, he, he is, I mean, he's one of the hardest working guys I see on our team. And, you know, he, he deserves every bit of credit, every bit of, you know, uh, just every everything that's coming his way is, you know, because of what he has done and has been able to do behind the scenes. I mean, I tell people that all the time and, uh, you know, just other interviews, but, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, there's something in Asa that, you know, nobody else has. And it's just, it's, he's just so gritty. And, you know, when he gets on the mound, you know, his mindset changes to, you know, a dominating, 
uh, mindset of like I'm going to dominate you, and it just you don't see that a lot in a lot of pitchers. A lot of pitchers, you know, you know. I mean, I think Asa has the experience now to that he's pitched in the SECs, he's pitched in a lot of big games, and so I think he he has the utmost confidence to just go into any uh, situation, environment, you name it, and he he will he will definitely uh, give you his best and. You know, I think he he trains like he does. You know, like he's in a game, and so I think that that gives him you know every bit of success that he deserves. And you know, credit to him for for doing everything that he possibly can during this time as well. I know I've seen him post some videos of him pitching and throwing bullpens, but yeah, he he, he definitely in my mind is you know should go in the first. He should at least go you know second second pick if not first pick yeah. in my mind yeah it's it's an interesting question to ask somebody is the third overall pick too low for a guy i mean yep. <laughs> yeah but uh right. so before we wrap it up here you know if if you've played your last game in a maroon and white uniform what will be your most vivid memories of texas a&m bluebell park your team and just your time as an Aggie. Oh man. Um <laughs> so many. Uh, you know, I think uh I think the first memory that comes to mind was just, you know, at least personally it was the uh the cycle that I hit mm-hmm. against Stephen F. Austin. Um, you know, that's probably my most that's probably my most memorable, you know, thing in playing in the uh in the Aggie uniform. But I would say just, you know, looking around the stadium, uh, you know, for the ninth inning, whenever the ninth inning rolls around you know, every game, you know, we're sawing Barcy's horns off, and that's just so cool to see everyone in the stands participating and uh, just, you know, getting after in the war, the warham. And so it's it, – that's – I think just every – I mean, obviously the huge crowds are awesome. You know, the support that we get from the 12th man is awesome. But, you know, if I had to – you know, those are probably my two most memorable things that I always remember just being on the field and – you know, being able to do with everyone. So it's uh, be, be, being a part of Aggie baseball is a lot more than, you know, just being a part of a team. I mean, it's really being a part of a family. So, Well said. Well said. Hey, Zach, we wish all the best to you. And I know we got three weeks coming up to the draft. Keep working. Yes, sir. Uh, look yes, forward sir. to seeing where you land. And uh, even though you'll – Likely move on. Uh, we'll keep up with you. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you. You, you oh, probably hadn't heard the last of us on this show. <laughs> and then, yeah, and ho- it's all good, we'll, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready to talk. So uh, you keep on. Just let me know. All right. We will dial you up again. Zach, appreciate the time. Sure. All the best to you. Hey, I appreciate it, Well, Thank you so much. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.